Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Peter came and said to Jesus, Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, not seven times, but I tell you, 77 times. For this reason, the dominion of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the reckoning, one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. And as he could not pay, his Lord ordered him to be sold, together with his wife and children and all his possessions, and payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that slave released him and forgave him his debts. But that same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, Pay me what you owe. Then his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. But he refused. Then he went and threw him into prison until he could pay the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then this Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave as I have had mercy on you? And in anger, his Lord handed him over to be tortured until he could pay his entire debt. So my heavenly Father will also do to every one of you if you do not forgive each other from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Some of you may remember the Broadway musical Rent that debuted in 1996 and changed musical theater for Broadway for the next generation. It tells the story of a group of impoverished young artists struggling to survive and create a life in Lower Manhattan's East Village while living under the shadow of HIV AIDS. One song is sure to inspire a sing-along whenever it's played in my presence. 525,600 minutes, how do you measure, measure a year? How about love? Measure in love. The lyrics include, in truth that she learned, or in times that he cried, in the bridges he burned, or the way that he died. It's time now to sing out through the story never ends. Remember the love. Measure in love. Now, there are lots of ways that we measure, but barely, rarely is it done in love. We measure ingredients when cooking, We measure our weight on a scale or our waist with a measuring tape. We measure our lives compared to others. And churches often fall into the trap of measuring their success by how many people are in worship or whether or not they're meeting their budgetary demands. In our gospel lesson today, Peter comes to Jesus and asks a measurement question. Lord, if someone sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Peter heard Jesus talk about forgiveness, and so he wanted to know more. There is an ancient rabbinic tradition that says a person should forgive another who has sinned against them as many as four times. So Peter, earnest and eager, 
adds three more times, nearly doubling the amount. That's a pretty big amount. Should I forgive someone up to seven times? It seems pretty generous, after all. When did you last forgive someone seven times in a row? It's a lot. Jesus turns and says, no, not seven times, but 77 times. Now, New Testament scholars debate whether the Greek text means 77 times or seven times 70, which is a whole lot more. But that's really beside the point, because either way, Jesus is holding up an enormous number, a number that's so big we can't even begin to calculate it or measure it in terms of forgiveness. You see, Peter wants a rule, a measurement. So he holds wide his hands and says, this much, Jesus? And Jesus says, no, much more than that. You're not even using the right scale, Peter. As far as the east is from the west, that's how much you forgive. It's such an enormous amount of forgiveness, it would be senseless to try to calculate it, or how much or how often. There's been a fair amount of social science research on forgiveness, and it turns out that forgiveness is good for you. People who forgive have lower anger, anxiety, and depression, are more agreeable and emotionally stable. It's good to know that there's some science evidence that supports the claim that forgiveness is good for us, but I really doubt that that's what Jesus' point was. One instrument designed to assess or measure our forgiveness character is known as the forgiveness likelihood scale. It gives 10 scenarios of wrongdoing and then asks participants to indicate their likelihood to forgive on a scale from very unlikely to very likely. So here's a couple examples. See how you do. You share something embarrassing about yourself to a friend who promises to keep the information confidential. However, your friend breaks their promise and proceeds to tell several people. What is the likelihood that you would choose to forgive your friend? A family member humiliates you in front of others by sharing a story about you that you didn't want anyone to know. What is the likelihood that you would choose to forgive a family member? A stranger breaks into your house and steals a substantial sum of money. What is the likelihood that you would choose to forgive the stranger? How are you doing so far in your forgiveness capacity? It seems as though Peter comes to Jesus with his own version of a forgiveness likelihood scale. Peter's question, how often should I forgive, as many as seven times, is like asking, how many times on a scale from zero to seven must I forgive? Jesus' answer, we have seen, is literally off the scale. Not seven times, I tell you, but 77 times. Now, I doubt that if, Jesus, if, if Peter had asked the question, should I forgive 77 times, if he had answered, asked that question, that Jesus would have said, yeah, 77 sounds about right, you got it, and then been done with it. You see, the point isn't about the number. Jesus' response is a way of saying that the question and what it is trying to measure is not quite right. The psalmist says, as far as the east is from the west, so far has God removed our sins from us. It's hard to put a number 
on that type of forgiveness. And so Jesus goes on to tell a parable that is even more hyperbolic than the original answer 77. The parable of the unforgiving servant is a story where the numbers don't add up. In the story, a servant owes the king 10,000 talents. Now that sounds like a lot, doesn't it, 10,000? But a single talent was more than 15 years worth of daily wages. So 10,000 talents, he's effectively saying that he owed him a bazillion dollars. And the king forgave him, wiped the debt clean. It wasn't measurable anymore. It was gone. Note that Jesus doesn't say forgiveness is like this, but he says the dominion of heaven may be compared to. That is, he's trying to give us a window not just to a technical question about forgiveness, but also into a whole way of life, a way of being and thriving, an entire climate and atmosphere, God's realm of love and mercy within which humanity may unfurl into its fullest, most beautiful form. It's almost as if when we are merciful, we create a kind of microclimate around us within which we experience mercy with others. Just as if we are stingy or vengeful or judgy or whatever you are, you will experience the same from others. If we live in an atmosphere that is full of mercy, we will experience mercy. If it's judgment, we'll experience judgment. Forgiveness, it turns out, is an environmental issue. The world we make is the word that we'll inhabit. So like a loving parent, God continually calls us to be our best selves and at the same time generously forgives us when we fall short. The generosity itself is a call for us to do the same with one another. We are made to be merciful. We forgive because God forgives. And the forgiveness that we are called to pass on to others is the forgiveness that we have in union with Christ. Not because we are moral heroes or because we seek our own well-being, but because we are a forgiven people. In the end, Peter's question is on the wrong foot. He uses the wrong measuring tool for forgiveness because God's love and forgiveness and mercy is beyond measure. Jesus calls each of us to leave the quantities behind and embrace forgiveness as a quality of mind and heart, an ongoing way of being in the world. Then, forgiveness won't be something that we do. It'll be part of who we are, givers and receivers of mercy, children of God by the grace of God. How do you measure a year in the realm of God? Measure in love. Measure in forgiveness. Measure in the mercy received from the Holy One 525,600 minutes every single year in your life. Amen.